yo, yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Saucy Takes podcast. Shout out to Hunter for joining us last time. Homie couldn't make it. He's getting prepared. He's doing his pregame ritual. We'll get to that later. But um, Swift is here, per usual, man. It's family at this point. Go ahead. Yo, what is up? You already know who it is. Um, We just watched a Thursday night snooze fest, which was kind of predictable because it's the Browns and the Steelers. And I was a beneficiary of a garbage time touchdown, which the Browns happened to get up to that point. You know, it was not looking too good for me going against Chubb and, and Deontay. You know, it's it's going to be a it's going to be a tough week for me. Yeah, man. So you're zero and two. Sorry to rub it in. She's okay. uh, she's two and zero. But this is this is a good matchup, man. I was looking over some of your teams. You have an interesting couple decisions. Maybe we'll get to in a bit. Um, but uh, yeah, man. Should be we should be in for a good week three of football. It's actually this is probably the first time I can for as long as I can remember. There's nine underdogs at home. That is that is absurd. There's. 15 games left this week, and nine of them are home underdogs. So a lot of money to be made in Vegas this week, I feel like. Well, I, I would hope so because uh, I'm pretty sure you're down 11 on the season. Oh, man. <laughs> yes. $11, man. We fucked up last week, but we're, we're going to be here this week. We're going to just recap. Uh, just let's, go, let's get right into the game, actually. The Steelers and the Browns game, like you said, snooze fest. Uh Kareem Hunt was got robbed of a TD. I, I felt I felt that in my soul because they gave him two carries, and then all of a sudden, when Chubb comes in, they're like, "You know what? We're gonna run it right down the middle." As a matter of fact, if you guys see right there, hopefully we don't get copyrighted, but it's the video right there showing they just give it to him on fourth and go <laughs> at the one, and homie gets a nice little touchdown. But for the, I actually thought Trubisky didn't look bad, man. I'm gonna get a lot of hate for that because it's Trubisky. But I I don't think he was uh he was bad this week at all uh personally, and I thought uh Jalen Warren looked kind of nice. He had two big plays get called back. Uh, what did you think of Mr. Warren? Um, I actually didn't watch this game, so I I okay. did I, I was watching the play by play at the gym, so like I I was seeing those like those chunk plays he was getting. Um, I did see the the George Pickens pa- catch, which. Oh, might be cat, catch of the OBJ year so far. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, OBJ tweeted out. I mean, I was, I actually, uh, disappointingly enough, I watched the game because these are two division rivals, you know, scouting the competition or whatnot. Uh, the quarterbacks didn't look nearly as bad as people would uh, make it seem to be. Um, Najee looked a little better, but again, it's just, I don't know, man. Something's up with Pittsburgh. Like, they didn't look bad, and they still only got 17 points. And then as far as, like, their receivers go, Deontay's, Clearly the one, uh, Pickens and Claypool, like you see all the talent they have. Again, it's just something's going on over there. I'm not a fan of. And for the other side, uh, it's it was Cooper and Njoku. Like that's basically what it was through the air. You know, we know what their run game consists of, but through the air, Cooper looked unguardable. And Njoku, I, like they were playing a lot of zone, and Njoku was just picking them apart, honestly. Yeah, I have news uh, per uh, ESPN's uh, Hunter Sladant that uh, Amari Cooper is a wide receiver one for the rest of the season. Okay, okay. Nice to know that Hunter's not here, but his input is still being heard. 
I don't yep. I don't hate it, man. He looks great. Uh, personally, though, I'm trading Cooper. He just had two monster games. Sell high on Cooper, bro. Uh, we might see different on that, but sell high on Cooper. Uh, I'm with about, it. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Thank you, man. Let's go back to some. We're going to go to some news here because, you know, week three, a lot of things been going on. The season's already under full swing. And with me saying that, uh, Sammy Watkins is already on IR. Hmm. This was expected. Happens every year. He has a good game and then he gets hurt. I hope he's fine because the Packers receivers can, they can use Sammy Watkins as bad as that sounds. Like we could use him last year because we had bad receivers. But, uh, in general, does does this swing you into like maybe starting? Like, do you feel comfortable starting Lazard this week versus Tampa, who's been good, or maybe Romeo or Randall Cobb? Like, anybody, anybody interest you? No. So, like, if we look at uh, last week's uh, box score for the Packers, which I'm gonna pull up as I'm talking about it, they looked very similar to the uh, the Chiefs box score. And what I'm referring to is the receiving game. So, like, we saw like a lot of two three four two 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 like that those are the type of receptions we're seeing from the receivers we're not seeing like anyone be like heavily targeted and i want to see at least one more week before i put people like lazard in my lineup interesting if if lazard has a bad week are you cutting him no i'm not cutting him i'm holding on to him just because i still believe that that he is the wide receiver one there but i I just don't trust him yet because I think he's, I don't know if he's 100% healthy or not, but apparently he is, but I just haven't seen it yet. No, I wholeheartedly agree with that little statement right there. And talking about somebody we haven't seen in a while, haven't seen from yet, is George Kittle. We actually haven't seen him at all this year. And according to reports, he's back. And what a coincidence. He's going out there with Jimmy G. <laughs> the guy who loves throwing this man the ball. Trey Lance wouldn't look at this man. You know, it's tougher for him, I guess, running, you know, run first. They're not run first, but he's a scrambler. Doesn't like checking down to the tight ends, but you know who does? Stab boy Jimmy G. Uh, are you starting? I mean, I, I think with how bad tight ends have been, I think you've got to start Kittle. I'll lead off with saying that, but um, are you confident starting Kittle? That's the difference. Yeah. I wouldn't say I'm 100% confident, but, and, and it's, by the way, it's, it's George Brittle, not Kittle. Um, oh, I apologize. But, you know, the, the Niners are playing the Broncos this week, correct? Correct. Yeah, so the Broncos are actually fourth in FPA, which is fantasy points allowed to the tight end position, averaging 12.8 points per game. So, that's that's a good matchup. That's a good matchup for Kittle. If it's going to happen, it's going to be this week. So I would start him if I had him. I don't own him in any leagues, but yeah. Yeah, I, I yeah we got you got to start you got to start Kittle if you drafted him where you drafted him. Yeah. Um, some other news we had is there's actually a couple of news coming out of the Chargers is that Keenan Allen quote unquote is fifty fifty for Sunday. Or I mean, I wouldn't personally I wouldn't be surprised if he doesn't play. And Justin Herbert, they're kind of they haven't said anything, but I don't I've been keeping up with the lines this week. It started at seven or six and a half, and it's gone down all the way to three. So Vegas might know something we don't. He was limited, I think, the first day, and then he didn't practice during the media session and stuff like that. But it's just 
I don't know, man. Are are you starting? Do you feel comfortable starting anybody if if Herbert is out besides maybe Eckler, or are you still starting Mike Will and Everett? Do you know who their backup is? Chase Daniels, man, the goat, man. You know, Chase Daniels has been around the league for I think twelve years, and he hasn't started a single NFL game. This might be the week. Oh man, they're coming out of Chase Daniels. Stream Chase Daniels. <laughs> but, um. It really depends on like who you have on your on your team. Like if you can like pivot to like an Allen Robinson instead of like a Mike Will, I would do that. Um, just because I'm more confident with Matthew Stafford than Chase Daniels. So it, it it's a it depends on the scenario, but I would I would I would I would say that my confidence would drop without Herbert. Yeah, I mean, I mean, how could it not? Right, like it's no. one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Um. I, I know personally, like I, I would, I would still start Williams because I, I think it's just the effect. Like when a backup quarterback comes in, he looks for his best weapon. So if Keenan doesn't play, it's it's literally Mike Will and and then you know Eckler and, and Everett, but mostly Mike Will. So I think he's gonna just say fuck it, he's down there somewhere. He's just gonna launch the ball to him. So I I think start Mike Will regardless. But I mean, if you definitely if you have some backups in mind, go for it. And coming out of the Coming out of the desert, right? In Arizona, basically. Yeah, desert anyways. Uh, James hmm. Conner, questionable as well. He couldn't finish the game last week. Um, they have a tough matchup this week against the Rams, so that's always interesting. But ankle issue, are you touching any of the backups this week? And which one? I'm not touching them, but I'm just hoping that Eno Benjamin gets the workload that I would like him to to have yeah that he deserves uh i know daryl williams got some work last week and that didn't make me kind of sad because i wanted you know to get like a heavy workload but yeah i think it's just a, like a wait and see just hold on to those one of one of those two players and see how they do this week and you know if connor is out next week you already know like you kind of have a better idea next week who to play but i wouldn't play any of them yeah, personally, um, I'm playing against James Conner in a week in a league in my biggest money league. So uh, what I actually did was because he doesn't have another running back, I went into the waiver because I can afford the space and I picked up Williams. I didn't need Williams. I have plenty of running backs in that league, but uh, you know, try to look for an advantage however you can, bro. Even if it's being, you know, uh, sneaky or whatever hey man you take it however you can if you see the, the man's not paying attention to the news shit that's his fault not mine let me let me grab some daryl williams gonna stay on my bench this week if connor doesn't play or maybe he does play and he gets hurt then i have uh i have even a more valuable asset and we'll just kind of see and i heard him this week as well because he had the browns defense as well i got fucked up yeah i mean I, go? I mean that that's not even that bad to be honest there was there was a time where i was uh I was in a league with Gator, and it was the last game of the regular season before the playoffs. And I noticed that he, his tight end, ended up being ruled out like on a, like a Thursday or a Friday. And there wasn't it wasn't Fab; it was just free agency. So I went ahead and dropped like four players and picked up every single like viable tight end on the waiver wire. And he ended up picking up a, a Dolphins tight end that ended up getting him like one point, and he missed the playoffs because of that. Oh my god! I thought I was being a dick, but clearly we have different levels of this. Hey man, sometimes when, when you don't want to see someone in the playoffs, 
you make you it. Gotta you, you, gotta you gotta do what you gotta do. And you I ended up, win- I ended up winning that year. So hey, they paid you well. The fantasy guys were paying attention. <laughs> And then the last bit of news, man. I'm, I'm, we're talking about this because I, I'm forcing us to talk about this. My boy, A.K. Dobbins. Um, if anybody watched the Ravens game last week, you saw how shitty our running backs are. Um, if anybody watched us a couple years ago, you know how good J.K. Dobbins is. So last week he practiced. The t- last two practices he had, he f- it was he was a full participant in both the practices. And this week he's practiced all week in full. No limited practices. Um, everything coming out of John Harbaugh is saying still like he doesn't like to, he's not the kind of guy who likes to be, you know, like he's very discreet with his injuries and the way he talks about players and stuff. Um, I personally wouldn't start JK this week. I don't even know if he's gonna be active because uh Harbaugh did say even after he practiced all week, he did say he's more um like he he looks good and he might be good to go, but they're still gonna wait and see. Uh, you know, so I don't, I don't know. I don't know. He's definitely not coming back and, and garn like and getting 20 touches. I mean, shit, I, for my sake, I hope he does because I would like to see us be able to run the football. And as well as I, I have him in the in the eye for quality league, I took a flyer on him because it's J.K. Dobbins. Man. Like, this man is talented and this is a good running game. Or at least in theory, it was supposed to be one. It hasn't been one this year. But I mean, when you trot out there, um, you know, people who have freaking Medicare, at 65 years old and Kenyon Drake and Mike Davis, like how much are you actually going to get from that position? Would would you trade for J.K. Dobbins? If you were to trade for him, it, it'd probably be right now. Before before something happens. Not that anything's going to happen this week, but um, this, yeah, it, his stock, his stock is just going to rise from here. All right, yeah. I mean, I agree. If you can, if you can get J.K. Dobbins, are you trading Clyde for J.K.? Is this a spe- might, spe- be- is this a specific like scenario that's uh, that you're nah, in? No, it's it's not it's not specific. I doubt I doubt um, Clyde owners owners would want to trade him just for Dobbins. Yeah, but I don't know, man. Clyde seems to have peaked. I I, I I personally, I think I would do that trade. If you're if- a Clyde owner, or if you're a Dobbins owner. If I'm receiving Dobbins. Okay. Okay. I mean, we, we're probably on the same page. I'll be very honest with you. Yeah. And then we're going to jump into the dun-na-na, dun-na-na, sit starts of the week. We, we got to come up. We're going we're gonna to queue up some soundboards, man. We're going we're gonna to do some crazy shit here. Just give us some time, guys. Give us some yeah. time. I just figured out how to blur my background today. So, you know, like, it's baby steps, man. I'm not a techie person, but we're trying. And I actually have... I'm I'm pretty fucked, I'll be honest. So one of my leagues at receiver. Uh some injuries taking a bug. So uh have taken a nice little bite of my team. So uh this week I'm actually between a couple of players. It, it is Jahan Dotson. He plays Philly. Y'all just saw what Philly did to the Vikings. Um Jarvis versus Carolina and sadly Tyler Boyd versus the Jets. Out of those three, can you rank them in order? Is there even an order? Are you confident about any of them? Dotson, Landry, and who? Tyler Boyd. So Tyler Boyd. One forty-six and forty-one for the week, according to Fantasy Pros. Yeah. Um. Man, 
See, the thing about Landry is, like, how much work is Olave going to take from him, you know? And if we look at the wide receiver FPA, which I just want to say that this is only through two weeks, so this isn't going to be, like, fully accurate until I would say, like, week five, week six. Um, You know, some of this is skewed, according to Lewis, like, you know the Ravens being We're blurring the, that out. We're blurring that out. You the know, the we, worst. We just skip over that, man. We don't. We don't gotta bring that up. Just <laughs> move on. We know what happened last week to the Ravens defenses. Like our, our entire defense versus the Dolphins receivers. We're not gonna talk about that. We're not gonna talk about that. Just move on from that, man. It's done. It's in the past, man. Week two is behind us. This is week three. It's a preview, man. What, what we do it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so the Saints play the the Panthers this week. And the Panthers actually cannot cannot find them. Can you see them? They're they're the second best team versus receivers. Oh, <laughs> so yeah, that's not the best matchup. Also, is Jameis still does does he that's, still? That's the thing, man. He's been limited all week. He still has those four fractures in his back. I will say though, the Panthers have played the Browns and the Giants, not two teams known to have receiving talent per se. So. Uh, yeah. you know that's kind of why I'm a little bit maybe perhaps but I, I don't even know man like honestly like, honestly I think I think this is an easy pick it's just Dotson riding the hot Dotson. hand he's scored in in both games this week I think he'll make it three games in a row and you know like I know it's a spread offense in in Washington but he's looked good so like if it's not broke, don't fix it. You know, instead of chasing like Boyd points that could happen or can't happen, you know. So I think Dotson's a play for sure. I'm leaning Dotson as of now because, like you said, he feels safe, but has upside. I just think he has upside. I feel like Landry's safe. It's just like he, he as a player, he's safe, but his situation is not safe. And Tyler, what's going on with the entire Bengals? So that's that's kind of the thing with the Boyd versus the Jets, honestly. And then we're gonna stick with the Saints. Uh, Thielen versus Detroit or Olave versus the Panthers. It's Thielen. Thielen, like yeah, and I don't even. I mean, I'll pull it up just to just to see where where Thielen is at. He's number thirty four, and Olave is forty. But that Detroit Minnesota game, I don't know. I'm gonna. It's not your game of the week because I'm looking at the I'm looking at the notes. No, but it's not. It's not. But I was that about it. But I. But that game, that game, I'm I'm really excited to watch. I think it's gonna be a, a high scoring game shootout, and. You want people in 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 those games, and and Thielen is that guy. So yeah, for me, it's Thielen for Thielen for sure. Yeah, I mean, I've been you know Thielen has been my go-to saucy take for two weeks in a row. Um, so you know, part of me, I, I this always happens. I'm on the guy for two weeks. I'm like, start him, start him, start him, and then the week, I'm like, you know what? Maybe Olave just had a crazy target game, crazy air yard, you know, game in terms of targets. Like he's due for a breakout, and then. I'm going to go ahead and start Olave. He's going to get like three catches and like 40 yards, and Thielen's going to get like eight for 90 and a tutty. And I'm going to be like, I'm a fucking dumbass. So I'm probably, I actually have Olave in my lineup as of right now. But we shall see, man. We shall see. 
And this is for the people who know how to play fantasy football right here. You know, not the people who just play one quarterback leagues. This is for two quarterback leagues. Jameis Winston versus Jimmy G. Who you feeling and why, man? So the Panthers are ranked 29 against the QB. And the Niners are ranked 31. (laughs) So both not, not great matchups. Absolutely. Not. But we have to think about health. And Jimmy G is fully healthy. He's been waiting for his opportunity, whether that was in San Fran or not. And I think he's going to make the, the best of it. So despite it being the 31st, second to last worst matchup, it's Jimmy G. Again, both of these teams have played some shitty quarterbacks. Daniel Jones for the Panthers and Jacoby. And the 49ers played um, played Geno Smith last week. And, and Justin going. Fields. Oh, yeah, Justin Fields. And, like, again, like, yeah. guys, like so this is, why, this is why it takes, like, six games, like he said. Yeah. But, um, points still stand. The 49ers are a good defense. The Panthers are not a horrible defense. Uh, I'll be honest. I'm leading Jimmy G, and let me tell you why. I just love – Love, 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 love. Jimmy G's contract for him. Have you seen how it works? Yeah, the incentives. Yeah, so if he if he plays, if he starts the game, it's two hundred and fifty thousand dollars extra. So he's gonna get himself a nice little two fifty this week. But look, man, I know you guys are like, oh, these people make money, they're millionaires. Hey, man, I don't care how much money you have, man. I feel like you should always strive for more. So I think Jimmy G, if he wins, he gets three hundred and fifty thousand, and they're playing Denver. So Denver hasn't looked good, but, you know, I'll just leave it at that. I, I, I'm slightly leaning Jimmy G just because of Winston's back. It kind of scares me, but we should see. And then this is some, some higher-tier receivers right here we're going to talk about. It's Scary Terry against the Eagles and DJ Moore versus the Saints. They're both, um, I think McLaurin was ranked 25th, if I'm not mistaken, and uh, DJ Moore was like 21 on this week. But it was just, I don't know, man. I don't know how to feel about, Scary Terry scares me, man. He kind of scares me this week. And I think he might be the one drawing the Darius Slay matchup. And we saw what he did to Justin Jefferson. It wasn't just all Kirk Cousins. Like, you got to give some credit to the entire defense and Darius Slay. So who are you leaning? I'm. I don't know. I don't know. I really don't know about this one. This is yeah. really a toss-up. I might ask Siri. So I actually, uh, more more news from our ESPN source, Hunter Sardant. He says that DJ Moore will get shut down this week. He will hit the under on every prop that exists because uh, Marshawn Lattimore will be on him. That is... That is definitely interesting. I was looking at the game logs throughout his career, and traditionally he plays good against the Saints at home, not over there. And I believe they're at home this week. So, but even even with that being said, it's I feel like this is um these are two guys that you're kind of fading, honestly, like this week because the Eagles are very good. So we should see. But um, are so you're starting Terry there over over DJ? Hundred percent. Okay. Interesting. I was leaning DJ. I think he's better. So we'll see. But we'll okay. see. I'm not there yet. Again, I have at the time of recording this, it's Saturday at four. So I have like almost 20 hours to decide. So yeah. we should see how it goes. 
And we're going to go right into the, the section everybody's here for, man. The saucy take section, man. It's the name of the podcast. This is the whole reason this even begins is because we like hot takes and we just, it feels good when you're right. And when you're wrong, it's a hot take. Like nobody can really trash you. You feel me? You know what I'm saying? Like it is what it is, man. We talk our shit. We try to give you some analysis behind it. But uh, I'm going to start off with my hot take here, man. I think Cordero Patterson, they have him ranked 20 this week. Fantasy Pros does. I think he's an RB1 this week, so top 10. Top 10 RB this week. I love the matchup versus Seattle. I know Seattle's been pretty decent, but I think it's going to be a close game, and they might even have positive game script. So uh, if they do manage to get positive game script, I think this is going to be very nice. As you can see, as he's bringing it up, Seattle's 12th against running backs this, uh, this year so far. And um, that's that's with the first game. Remember the pan? Uh, I'm sorry, not the Panthers. The the Broncos couldn't score a touchdown in the red zone to save their life. That's true. Uh, this could this could very easily be twisted. I'm very pro CPAT this week. Very very pro CPAT this week. Feel comfortable with starting a quarter row. Okay. Yeah, I've never been really a, a CPAT person, but I I can definitely see it against the Seahawks and you know Atlanta. They do want to not let Marcus Mariota just throw the ball like like Kirk Cousins does, <laughs> you know. Um, so my saucy take of the week is Tom Brady, TB, TB12 will be QB24 on the dot. And one of the reasons, obviously, is because who's he throwing to? It's not Mike Evans. He's suspended. Godwin, he's not playing. Julio, he's banged up. So we're looking at Russell Gage and Brashad Perriman, which, you know, are decent decent wide receivers. I don't want to hear you say Brashad Perriman is a decent <laughs> wide receiver ever in your life, man. Pause the analysis. Stop drinking the juice. That man is hot cheeks. Hot <laughs> no. cheeks. I've seen that man drop more passes than shit. I don't even know, man. That man sucks. Anyways, continue. Yeah, yeah. You could have said Cole Beasley. I would have rode with it. <laughs> yeah, but, but 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 these receivers, these receivers are not wide receiver ones. And uh, I, as you'll see uh, in a future saucy take, um, I'm really fading the Buccaneers this week. Of course, on the year as well, but, you know, um, Brady has not looked good, and he will continue not to not look good three weeks in a row. I mean, go ahead with the other take, man. Might as well get, get over with the Tampa slander. So That's true. It's, 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 it's Leonard Fournette being the RB18 on the week. He's currently the number nine projected. I think he'll be 18, and, you know... I think the Packers are just really going to shut down this Buccaneers team that really doesn't have any threats besides at the running back position. So they're just going to stack the box, make Brady I'll throw. Be honest, I think this is going to be one of the most boring games this entire <laughs> week. This is the least talented wide receiver rooms in the entire NFL right now. Yep. I think undoubtedly they are freaking putrid going up against each other, you know, who would have thought, like, who would have thought? It's it's 2022, and finally we can say Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady is going to be boring. Like, this is crazy to me. This is actually crazy to me. 
But I do agree. Hey, out with the old and with the new, bro. These QBs are getting old, bro. We we want to see some explosiveness, like you know, like Lamar, Jalen Hurts, Tua. I'm saying Malik Willis. Oh, you said Tua. Oh, I thought it. I thought it. He threw six touchdown ones, man. That's, it is what it is. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and and my my take is gonna be uh, Austin Eckler, man. Uh, I think he's gonna have a sub ten point week. Uh, I believe they have him ranked uh, RB five. I I see him more like RB twenty two or something like that this week. Uh, he's playing Jacksonville, but it's kind of part of this has to do with the fact that I don't know if Herbert's going to be 100%. And he hasn't looked good. Eckler has not looked good. The line blocking for him has not looked good. So last game, he got a lot of points uh, due to the – remember, we were watching the game. It was against the Chiefs, remember? And he was just – it was fourth quarter. They were just trying to get it and go, and they were just checking down, checking down, checking down because the Chiefs were playing super soft coverage, and he was just – that's where he got, like – I think he finished with, like, 15 or something fantasy points. That's where he got about six of them or, or eight of them. It was looking bad, so I, I I do think this isn't that crazy of a tank, but it is what it is. Yeah. I'm taking Eckler this week as uh under 10 points. I'm taking his sub-10-point finish. Man, rest in peace to the people that drafted Eckler first round, especially third overall. <clears throat> solid <laughs> but uh you know this is this is what happens when you when you uh when you don't adapt and i i'm i'm a victim of this as well because you know i've, I've always been a, a heavy running back drafter in the first three rounds this is the last year i do that i we actually we need to have an entire pot about that because personally i agree I am fading RBs early on. I feel like it's they're very few and far between. You got to hit on them. And like there's so many valuable RBs who were not taken even like double-digit rounds or like borderline, like Corderell and James Robinson and Jeff Wilson and Kareem Hunt is decent. Pierce has been decent. Gibson, who everybody was fading and then just ended up being pretty good. Like I don't know, man. I do think there's still some value at running back, but uh, these receivers, man. We're looking at it every year. Receivers just keep getting better and better, and RBs keep getting more by committee, more by committee. Not only that, but um, the running back position is the most futile one, or I don't think futile is the, the word that I'm injury looking prone. for. Huh? Injury prone? Yeah, 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 injury prone, yeah. Um, like Or fragile, fragile. Fragile. That's the word. Um, That's a T word of the day. <laughs> you know, running backs get injured way more often than wide receivers, and... These top wide receivers are more consistent yep. in a points per game than running backs. You know, so it, it, we're, we are in a wide receiver league. It's not a running back league anymore. Yep. Um, which leads to me to a wide receiver boom player that I got, which is DK Metcalf, top 15. And I know, I know, it's Geno Smith throwing him the ball. But if you listen to uh, reports in Seattle, is that they are going to let Geno Smith cook like more than more than more than Russell Wilson. I know, I know. It's it sounds it sounds weird. It's like like what what what, what are they cooking? Like eggs and toast? Like Bro. you know, like but. If they're really going to let Geno just launch the ball as much as he wants against Atlanta, man, 
let me tell you, it's 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 looking good because Atlanta. Well, I'm looking at QB. I'm at wide receiver, number three in fantasy points per game at 33.7. So, Lockett and DK. I think they're solid plays this week, and I think DK will be top 15. I love DK Metcalf. First of all, as a player, he is extremely fun to watch. So I'm, I'm not there with you, but I do think his his week is coming. And if DK's week comes, top 15 might be shooting too low. He might be top five because you know that's that's just DK. Yeah, he's that talented. But uh, definitely, I I don't hate the take, man. I'm I'm right there with you. Uh, Speaking of receivers built, you know, very well, I'll just say. I don't know. I don't know how to go. I don't know how to segue into that. Uh, Traylon Burks, man. I think he's going to have top 20 finishes. Let me explain to you why. I think this is the first time Tannehill does not, like, they don't play a great defense. Um, The Bills are very, very good. And I can't remember who they played week one, but I know it wasn't anybody. Like, Traylon wasn't um, – he wasn't really getting as many snaps as he is now. I think last week kind of showed you, like, he's their best weapon. Uh, that's including Derrick Henry, in my opinion. So, I think it's I think it's time to just talk about letting him cook. It's I think it's time to let Tannehill cook, man. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if he can, but shit, might as well try. I think it's, it's going to come out a little bit better than Geno. He might put he might he might throw in some some pepper in there at least. I don't I don't know, man. Uh it's kind of but I I do think Traylon is just talented enough. I think he's getting into the end zone this week. They play the Raiders. Raiders have not been very good against um shit anybody for real. Uh middle of the pack against receivers, but uh their breakdowns have been pretty, pretty bad. They couldn't guard Keenan. Keenan got hurt the week they played, and then last week, I mean, again, the Cardinals don't really have the weapons at receiver right now, it's basically Hollywood and Greg Dorch. But, and Ertz. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah, tight end. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely Ertz. I don't know, man. I just I, I I'm envisioning I was right about I was right about Garrett Wilson week one. I said he was him. Dropped a 30 bomb week two. Uh there's a thing with me and rookie receivers. I I always the reason I I you know to take it back to the running backs, why why um I'm typically RB heavy is because I personally, I think I'm very, very good at finding wide receiver value in the mid rounds. Like um, I'm very good at identifying rookies. That's kind of my thing, but I don't know, man. I think this is the week for Traylon Burks. I think Traylon Burks will be the best rookie wide receiver this week. Includes Drake London, includes Garrett Wilson. I think he's a bench this week. Personally, I think you're benching Garrett Wilson this week. Um, But uh, with, Actually, I take that back because Joe Flacco is still playing. When Zach Wilson comes back, you bench Garrett Wilson. Until then, start him every week. Zach Wilson's kind of poopoo. Uh, yeah, it's just yeah, man. I like Traylon Burks. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hating on the on the pick. I actually really like Traylon Burks. I just don't want Tannehill to succeed because I want Malik Willis to get opportunity. So, you know, I'm praying on your downfall. But uh, someone I'm not praying on is Damian Fierce. Who I didn't get any shares of in drafts, but I think he will be top 12 this week. Going against the Chicago Bears. Mm -hmm. He's currently sitting at, help me out here, 25. 25, yeah. And, you know, part of the reason is I'm looking at FPA 
and the Bears are the seventh Seven. worst, averaging 21.4 per game. So uh, we saw Burkhead's snaps drop last week, and we saw Pierce's snaps go higher and opportunities. I think it's going to go even higher this week. It's going to start – his stock is just going to keep rising. And I think he's going to have a good a good week. Yeah. I love him, man. I, I love – I love Pierce. I traded him in the league we're in. I got Etienne. I like Etienne a little better, but um, kind of, I don't know, man. I might be regretting that trade a little bit now. I'm not going to lie to you, man, but uh, it is what it is. I, yeah. I do like Pierce this week. I think they're favored this week. I think it's the first time like five years that the Houston Texans are favored since, uh, I mean, sorry, not five years, since Deshaun Watson, you know, saw being their quarterback, their favorite, I think by a point, which is crazy. Or maybe the Bears are still favored. Um, don't don't disagree with the pick. This one might be really saucy, especially after last week. I believe the guy finished that receiver three last week behind Tyreek. Oh, four, because because Stefan Diggs decided to turn it up too. But Amon Ra, man, he raw dogged me last week. Maybe I'm a little bit hurt by it. I you know, and I think uh, I think he's a ben- uh, not not a bench. I just think he's gonna be outside of the top twenty five. I don't think you should expect what he did last week or even the week prior to show itself this week. I think you're going to see probably five catches, 60 yards, 11 points. I think that's kind of where he's going to be at this week. I'm not, obviously you got to start him. Uh, you know, his ceiling is still crazy, but I, I think he's going to hit his floor this week. He's playing Minnesota. Wow. Just, just wow. The, just wow. The, the, the disrespect, you know, I, this is one saucy take I cannot get behind. Um, you said they're playing, yeah, Minnesota, which you know, where are they? The Vikings. They are. Um, they're they're, right they're middle of the pack. Like middle of the pack. Yeah. yeah. So, I think Amon Ra is a league winner, and league winners do not get outside top twenty-five. So, yeah. So I I think. Uh, his spot right now, number eight. I think that's pretty accurate. I think I think he will be uh, around that. So we'll see. Some, you gotta start doing some some side bets between me and you. Yeah, Why yeah, yeah. Agree on take, man. We gotta we gotta bet something. We'll come up with something. I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll think of we'll think of something, man. We'll, we'll For sure. Yeah, like like if if. If I win, then you have to like put on like a, a little clown mask for the whole episode for the next episode. For the intro? Oh lord. No, 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 for the whole episode. The whole episode. No, no, no that's we'll that's probably that's OD. That's OD. We'll <laughs> talk about it with the production manager. <laughs> it's me. It's the answer's no, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um we'll we'll come up with something for sure. But going into it, man. Games of the week, man. I I had the honor of picking first last time. My game thoroughly disappointed. So per usual. What was your game, by the way? I, I forgot. It was the Eagles game versus the, the Vikings. I should have known it was primetime Kirk, and primetime Kirk is more like a naptime Kirk because he was sleeping out there. Yeah. Um, my game is definitely not going to be a naptime game because it is the Buffalo Bills against the Miami Dolphins over under 53. This is 
what I believe will be an even better game than what we saw last week against the Ravens. So many haters, so many Tua haters and saying, oh, it's just one game. And you know, I, I really can't, I really can't like believe it. You know, I, th- I think it's a fluke. Well, that's fine. You don't have to because he's going to do it again this week. You know. Six tutties? I don't know about six tutties. Um, a dub and, and at least three tutties from Tua. Ooh. At least. And, Ooh. and you know, I, I'll actually show it. I'll actually show it after this segment, the prize picks. But I picked everybody in this game. So. Oh, my God. So. Yeah. Um, Are you going to this game? I actually am going to this game. Uh, we actually uh, came up on a ticket. For your boy, uh, courtesy of Hunter, you know, he uh, he hooked your boy up. So we'll, we'll, we'll be at the game. So if you tune in and you're watching on TV, look out for the boy Swift. He might yeah. be crying. Him and Hunter <laughs> might be crying at the result of this one. It might be like 40 to 20, bro. Like, I'm sorry, Doug. This, Bull, this Bills team, they haven't lost to the Dolphins in like since 2017. Tua has never beat them. They're like eight and two in the last 10 games. I think this is a kill. Mm. Uh, with that being said, I do think the Dolphins are minus five. I probably, oh man, I don't know. I don't think I touched the spread, but I do, I do, I do like Buffalo this week, man. I'm not gonna lie. Now, I, I like Tua. I was last year, I drafted Tua, your witness. I drafted him higher than he was projected to go. I, th- I believe in the guy, I believe in the weapons. I just personally think. The Buffalo Bills are the best team in football. I think it's them at one. I think it's the Eagles at two and the rest of the league. The Dolphins are in that rest of the league conversation. They might be three. They might be six. But the Dolphins are very talented. Um, I don't know. It should, it, you know what it's not going to do? It's not going to disappoint for game of the week. I don't think. I think this is going to be a very telling game, especially for, for the people who are listening, who are mostly from Miami as Dolphins fans. I think this week, you're, this is your true test. Last week, first Baltimore, you guys beat us. Great job. Our secondary was kind of washed by the end of the game. We had a lot of injuries. I think we are missing three corners this week. We were missing four last week. Um, so it's going to be interesting. By the end of the game, I'm saying we're missing like four corners. By the end of the game, we started healthy and finished not healthy. Yeah. So I like your pick, man. I think my pick, we're going to go all the way to the West Coast. Or I don't think all the way because they're in Denver. It's 49ers in Denver, and I'll explain to you why. The over-under is only at 44. I think this is a smash over. I think I think Russ is waking up this week, man. I think the headlines Monday are going to be Russ awakens, Broncos country, let's ride. Or if he's still sleeping, it's Broncos, Broncos country, they died. I don't know. It's going to be one or the other, man. Regardless, I do really, 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 really like this game. I think Jimmy G... Um, Shanahan and Denver. This is just going to be a great game. I'm personally starting everybody from this game. I think Jeff Wilson's a start. I think Debo's a start. I think Ayuk is a start. I think Kittle's a start. I think Sutton is a start. Uh, they don't have anybody else outside of Sutton, but I think you do start Javante, obviously, and consider Melvin Gordon. Just take it into consideration. I think this is going to be a high-scoring game. It might be a lot of running the football, but dude, I just... I think it's time they wake up, man. I personally think it's about damn time. How are you? Fe- how are you feeling about that game? 
I, I might have gone. I actually switched my pick because I didn't really believe in the previous pick. I was going off of over under. And you know what? Sometimes you just got to say, fuck, fuck, fuck Vegas, man. Just pick what you want to pick. Yeah. I mean, I'm not too crazy about this game, but Ooh. it is in Denver, you said, right? It's in Denver. Okay. That makes me a little bit more uh, excited for it. You know, I. I will be happy and content if Javante gets in the end zone. If he doesn't, man, I'll be sad. Oh, He's he is due. He is due. He's so due. He is so due. I'm gonna be pissed if he doesn't score this week. Cause honestly, I think he he's due, man. I think yeah, he's due. It's happening. Anytime touchdown, Javante Williams. You heard it here first. <laughs> We're gonna go every single week and until into the until he hits. We're gonna finish. We're gonna finish this out, man, with our prize pick selection. You have yours. I actually have mine owned separately. I'm not. I'm gonna tell you after you you speak on yours. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and tell you my picks. Get your live reaction on to to how you feeling about those. Okay. Yeah. So like I said earlier, um, I actually made a mistake. This is why you got to read the fine print. And Lewis actually revealed this to me. So Flex Fridays. Flex Fridays is a, is a prize pick thing where they you know they give you a little uh, flex play, a free flex play, or they do like uh, you can win more money instead of ten x. It could be fifteen x for a five pick. This week, you had fifteen dollar flex play for free. I saw that and I was like, oh, say less. You know, let me make my pick. I made my picks, and Lewis said, nah, bro, it's only for Friday. And he was right. It was only for players that played Friday. And you know NFL players don't play Friday. And that's all I picked. So I may have taken it out or it may be a blessing in disguise. And this is what I ended up doing. I put $15, five, five pick, all, all Dolphins and Bills. Um, I got two uh, over 1.5 touchdowns. Come on now. Two touchdowns, very doable. Gabe Davis. Missed last week, 52 and a half. He had 88 week one. Doable. Tyreek Hill, 73 and a half yards. Doable. Waddle, 63 and a half yards. And Diggs, 80.5. Diggs has hit this every game uh, going into last season, except for um, the second to last game. But that was just like, a, it was a game that he, he, he wasn't really needed. And he's gonna be needed this game. So any if you if you guys wanna wanna chase any of these, I would suggest doing just like a, a combination of two. Don't do don't do what I did five because these five picks, man, they're they're tough to hit. They're tough to hit. I can't oh man, it's it's impossible almost. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not impossible, but it's hard, you know. I mean, as long as you hit three, you're in the money. You know, I'll win six bucks. But you know, it's tough. It's tough. Actually, I'm gonna help you out. If you if you hit three, you lose nine dollars. It pays you six bucks, but it costs you fifteen to get in. They fuck people up with that one. Oh. So and you know, it's just my little. I'm gonna help you out here. Wow. Free flex plays. I do four picks because even if you hit three, you're in the money. I got you. I got you for the hookup, man. And man. I think it's actually, it pays the same. We got a lot to learn here. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, I've been, I've been, like I said, like we, we spoke about it. You don't have a gambling addiction. I, I do. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> it's definitely evident, man. My picks are, um, you might not like them, but I really like them. And it's only a two pick. I like to do two pick power plays. It's my, that's my mama jamma. It's my jamma right there. Uh, you're actually, no, no, you go back to quarterbacks. You go back to passing yards. And it's the second guy on that list right there. No. Danny. Over. Smashing this over. 200 yards against the Raiders. If you if you bring up his stats really quickly here for the people, he missed it last week. He played the Bills. The Bills are one of the best defenses in the entire league. Prior to that against the Giants, 266. The Giants are a decent defense. I think this is more in tune with what the Raiders are. So I am smashing, smashing, smashing this over. I think this is an overcorrection by Vegas. So I am going to take advantage. That is personally why I am taking Ryan Tannehill. Over 200 and a half yards. Yeah, 200, 200 and a half is actually, that's the same line that Mitchell Trubisky had this week. And he got, I believe, 209. Yep. So if Trubisky can do it against the Browns, Tanny can do it against the Raiders. I like it. Exactly. They might have to keep up too, so that's why I like it. They might have to keep up. Yeah. And my other line is if you go over there to receiving yards, we're going to find a man by the name of uh, Olave. Chris Olave. Plays 1 o'clock. His line is set for 39.5, I believe. That's what I took it at. 38.5. If Right there. Chris Olave, 38.5. Um, I'm taking the over. Uh, he's played two games. We were talking about how last week he had the most air yards amongst any player in NFL over the past couple years since since Hollywood did, like three years ago. So, and both the games he's played this uh, this year, he's actually hit his over. He had, uh, I think he had 41 yards last week, if I'm not mistaken. Maybe you can fact check. I can actually, yeah, I can actually check right here. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. For your boy. Um. On yards, yeah. I think he had, yeah, so, yeah, he had 41 yards his first week as... His first career NFL game, he hit this over. Love to see it. And then the following week, still involved in the offense, had 13 targets, 13 targets versus Tampa Bay had 80 yards. The Panthers, I don't know who they're going to put to guard him. I think they're going to focus on, on, you know, on Michael Thomas, who's been looking good. But I think Olave, I think Olave hits this. I think he can hit this in one catch. I think Olave, 50-yard tutty, might be, might be in the works this week against the Panthers. Okay, I like it. I like it. I did see a lot of a lot of the, the rookie uh, lines are are low, and you know, like Dodson, uh, Wilson, you know. So I, I do like those lines. I also I forgot to mention this. I did do a a five dollar flex play, um, and you guys are gonna see that Brissett needed one more yard in order for me to get three out of three on Thursday. But oh, man, you. You should be upset. I actually also took one on Thursday. And um, I did a five pick because I just, I don't know. I never do those, but it was a flex. Yeah. And I got four of them. The one I missed on was uh, Chase Claypool under in catching yards, receiving yards. I think he passed it by two. Per usual. You no way. Him. No, he didn't. He did. What time? What 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 did you pick? Like, what was what was the over under? Because what I saw was uh thirty eight and a half or thirty seven and a half. 
Oh my God. You are correct. I'm actually lying. So it wasn't him. It was Najee on yards. I took the under and he had 56 and it was 53. He needed to get 53 and he got 56. Fun fact about Claypool. Someone actually had a like crazy like parlay and they had Claypool um, over and he, he hit the over. He, he he hit it and and we lost we 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 all lost our little picks but then it's the last play of the game and he laterals it and in, it ends up being negative yardage for Claypool and he goes and he hits the under yep. so um for that one. it's actually pretty crazy garbage time man let me tell you those laterals and trying to keep the play alive they hurt people for the Thursday game, I took I took the George Pickens over. I thought he was gonna have himself up. I thought I started naming him. I'm, I'm in a little group chat with some people from Chicago. Shout out people from Chicago in like one of the, the my biggest money league I'm in. And uh, the people they were telling me you got to drop George Pickens before the game. Yada yada. I think they just want him personally. And uh, he caught that pass, and I, I just George Timothy Pickens. <laughs> that was that was crazy. He hit the over just on that on that one catch for like thirty some yards. It was only twenty nine. He had thirty eight. And Jacoby Brissett, I took his over in passing yards because I like Jacoby Brissett. I think he's basically Baker Mayfield. So it is what it is. And I took Trubisky less than point five interceptions. I think he's very conservative, and they were very conservative. So, um. Okay. Yeah. I'm pretty and happy I- with those. And as you can see, I, I just need two more to at least hit the, the what is it, a, a, a 2X, at least, yeah. you know. And that's my boy David Montgomery, who's looking good. Eden. And Amon Ra, which is Lewis's saucy take bust of the week, you know. Oh, man. I feel bad if I'm right. <laughs> it's going to cost you money. Uh, you know what? He he could have one catch and seventy-one yards and runs out of bounds, finishes with eight points, and we'll both be correct. And yeah, like that everybody wins. Yeah, I'll take it as long as I win. Uh, thank you guys. That's gonna wrap things up. Thank you guys for tuning in. Before we go, follow your boy on TikTok. Follow Swift on Twitch. He's very active on Twitch. I'm not. Especially if you like, uh, <laughs> man. He he is. He, uh, he's gonna be. I, I'm going to be the, the the reason why I haven't been is because I've had a uh, PC issues, but um, fortunately I, I I believe I actually just fixed my PC issue, so I will be active on Twitch. I will be playing Apex and uh, Warzone when it comes out, and you know well, the comeback comeback season is soon. Comeback season is for sure soon. Um, like I was saying though, follow us on Twitter. Both the Twitters are going to be in the description, or on Apple Podcasts, Spotify. Follow the YouTube if you're listening to this on podcast. Uh, a subscribe, put the D in the subscribe button. You know, you be putting D's in a lot of things. Might as well do it in the subscribe button. So it is what it is. Uh, aside from that, man, thank you guys for tuning in. As always, stay saucy, my friends.